To another episode of the Revolution Will Be Harmonized yeah. <laughs> with your co-host, Stay Safe Knox. That's me. Oh my god, Jaden Grayson. We, to- we totally need one of those. What? We need one of a those fucking sound. soundboard. Like a- bah, 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 bah. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Let's yeah. Hear. Program some sounds. Let's type. I introduce you yet. Edit it in. And camera Lobby Jones with King Young. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, this episode today. If you haven't noticed, we are all in a chipper mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're not tired at all, man. Uh, nah, uh, who who could be? Um, <laughs> we are feeling <laughs> awfully about. <laughs> Sorry, that was was that a dry snitch too? I feel like that kind of was. Man, um, fuck y'all. Anyway, <laughs> niggas out here is tired. Welcome to the fucking show. Nah, we're, talking to, Jay. We're, we're talking about black joy today. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about black joy. Black joy. We are she talking about punk. motherfucking black. So Boy. clearly I should be starting us off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jay. Um I actually had a question and we talked about this on the radio show. If y'all ain't hip, go check out the radio show and give that a listen. KVRU 105.7 FM. Absolutely. Yep. Where we basically talk like this, except for we don't swear. It's a little bit you know It's a little more formal. <laughs> it's a little more is Is that the w- word? We don't say nigga. We it's don't giving, say nigga. Yeah, yeah, it's giving like half caucus mountains. And if we do like, say nigga, it like gets we beep. <laughs> disrespecting KBRQ no, like, like that. No, that's <laughs> ran by black people. That whole station is ran by brown people. I just what are you mean, talking about? God damn, but the rules, they don't set the swear. label like that. It's just where they don't let us, they don't be letting us swear or say nigga. <laughs> she's talking about the audience. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, cool. I got your back. I got your back. She's talking about the audience. Yeah, no, I love KVRU. Y'all lit. I'm just talking about the rules and regulations of being on the airwaves on the radio. That shit whack as a motherfucker. So anyway, anyway. if you don't want to hear us say nigga, don't listen to the If you don't want to hear us say nigga, don't listen to us at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, shout out KVRU 105.7 FM. Uh, If you want to go listen to it, go look them up. They are a fantastic organization supporting black, indigenous, BIPOC voices across the board. They got a ton of really awesome shows, including the PG thirteen version of our show. But if you're listening to the podcast, you probably know what the what the real shit is at. So yeah. private plug over so here. You, you the T I know. You yeah. like plugs so well. I'm a plug over here. It is from years of wanting people to like me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So thank you. So um I'll I'll start off the question session. Um and so what does black joy look like to y'all? Yeah, Knox. This. <laughs> yeah, Did you like that little ricochet? That yeah, was, that was nice. I felt good about that. It to you, eh? mm-hmm. All right. Fucking a pair of cis, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Black Joy to me. Nah, nah. What I was saying on the radio show, um, I just uh, pretty much paraphrased that. Like on the smallest scale, it really just looks like being in a city like Seattle that's predominantly white. You know, I'm not from here. But uh, I'm from a place where there's a lot more black people. So <laughs> anytime I see a brother or sister down the street, you know, I just say what's up. You know, sometimes that he like evolves into like some dialogue and a relationship. I'm is trying built to get like you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get like you. You I'm know what I'm saying? Get like I got to get up bro. out of here, man. I ain't going to hold you. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, but <laughs> that's real, bro. I feel like I've had that conversation a thousand times. Yeah, and every time it is the best fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. and then on on a grander scale, it's just a, a bunch of black people. Whether it's like a family reunion, whether you just getting together with your boys, whether it's just a function or whatever, and everybody's just you know having a good time. Like Jay said, it's a, it's a one space where you get to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Where you don't have to worry about you know these crackers. You don't gotta worry about. <laughs> Y'all got to worry about oh, all the bullshit nuances that just come with walking down the street, you know, <laughs> just being black. You get to just enjoy yourself, man. Just yeah. have a fun time. Join with some people. Talk some shit. You know, listen to some music. Catch you, up. Do what you do. Do what you do. Dance. Mm. Dance. We ain't talk about dancing, man. That's black joy right Yeah, that there. is. Yeah. That is. Dance. Absolutely. For, for me... I forgot the question. What is it again? What does Black Joy look like to you, Cameron? Black Joy looks a lot like <laughs> conversations like this. Hey. Yeah. Where I'm sitting down with some fellow black people, and it's not just centered around like, bro, wasn't that some bullshit? Right. You know, yeah, it yeah. is, it is, that is a component of it. Having a shared experience with somebody else helps kind of open the door for for joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, Black Joy looks like just getting a chance to to let all the other bullshit of whatever's going on, whatever you know, symptom of the struggle or whatever thing that is is a is a shared experience of being black in a country that is so founded on white supremacy, but finding joy in spite of it. Finding joy in, in, in moments where mm-hmm. you get to acknowledge somebody just being like, hey bro, what the those shoes are fucking so crisp, bro. Fucking and then me I being able to be like, in my life, but I of course you. you ain't never said that before <laughs> hey, in your bro, life. Them shoes is crisp, man. <laughs> <laughs> crisp ass shoes. Listen, 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 bro. Listen, bro. But then it's like you know, you get a chance. It's it's black I joy for me has always been getting a chance to be in a room, and I feel like especially being from Seattle, black joy has been. Uh, I'm. I'll say it this way. I'm taking what I can fucking get. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's just Milking like a, the experience. a yeah. moment where I could be in a room with two other black people at the very least and be like, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it just feels nice it to say. It hit different yeah. like yeah. that. <laughs> but Jay, you know, you're another born and raised Seattleite. What's, what's black joy looked like or been like for you oh you know i said it on the radio show and i was kind of like it's minding my business but there's a flip side to that which i didn't speak on which is really minding the business that minds me Mm. so in some senses like you know there's a day where i go get my hair done i get my nails done whatever i'm taking care of myself Mm -hmm. and i'm having my me time and it's those moments where it's like i'm at the nail shop and they ask me how long and i like look over <laughs> and you're like the, how long can the, you go <laughs> at the like unassuming you know karen to my right and i just look into her soul and i'm like long, <laughs> long. really fucking long, long. <laughs> i don't want to be able to touch shit i ain't opening a single door for two I'm fucking weeks to do surgery like what is it for you room. bitch Man, i can you know tie my saying? shoes without bending over <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it's 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 really being unapologetic in the space. Yeah. Um. It's catering to the energy that is there mm-hmm. and responding to it in a way that keeps my peace and my joy. So yep. it's like if people are acting funky or funny, like that's cool. <laughs> but I'ma still be this bubbly, happy ass little bitch over here Turn minding my business. Black. That's right. And I'm not. Black. Yeah. And it's like I'm not gonna let the space um become infringed upon. I you know is as incredible. It's 
encrosive? Is that the word? In, in intrusive? Intrusive? Incru- Are you trying to mix in, intrusive in, and in encroachment? encroachment? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm word saying? Welcome to word the podcast where we Google what's shit. The word no. encroach- uh, in- anyway, when yeah. when when niggas be infringing on my peace and my joy, like true when I'm in a space that naturally that would happen, mm-hmm. for me, black joy has become being in that space and just not allowing that to exist. You know what I'm saying? Being at the grocery store and seeing somebody feel a way and mm-hmm. fully letting them sit and be stuck and be lost in yeah. that feeling. Like yeah. it's an episode of fucking Survivor all of a sudden or, you know, you just left there. You cast away. You just chilling mm-hmm. in your feelings about that. And I don't let it touch me. And there's something about that's not a that's a skill. It's for defying one. white supremacy. Yes. But it's a skill that I've had to acquire from the many, many times that my black joy has been infringed upon and mm. that I haven't felt like this joyous bubbly happy black person but i've felt forced to smile anyway yeah. or be tokenized mm. in my ability to be joyous yeah so really reclaiming that and not allowing for my joy to come out of spite but understanding that it can respond to spite yeah. Yeah. really having uh being able to yield my joy in a way that actually works for me is 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 powerful and it feels good. And so I think that for me, black joy at its root is just what it looks yeah. like. It's just being, feeling, loving black and not necessarily knowing what happens after that. Yeah. Like not having a, a fuck to give about where it goes from there. Um, and that, that closed circuit of joy for me has become really precious and I've tried to encourage people, uh, black people in Seattle to do whatever they need to to protect that. Hold on to that piece for yourself. Absolutely. Because it's it's just uh, because I know that a couple of months ago I felt like I was drowning. Yeah. You know, and I felt so unbelievably heavy looking at the issues and feeling like people didn't have a fucking clue what I was talking about. Yep. And feeling like even other black people maybe didn't have a clue what I was talking about because we've become so normalized to being detached from our blackness mm-hmm. in order to survive. We're assimilating to the culture so much that it's just like, it's a terrible feeling. Yeah. It doesn't feel, there's no sense of joy in that. There's no sense of me in that. I'm, yeah. I'm there, but I'm not. So, so it's like you find a sense of joy in being 100% comfortable and like being yourself regardless of who the fuck is like uncomfortable around you. Exactly. Like not allowing the code switch to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And letting them know that it is what it is. Like we could sit here and just like laugh about it and you can mind your business or like I'll slap the shit out you and my, and keep going with my day and Mm -hmm. be unbothered. I mean, really that's what it like. That's dope. That's dope. (laughs) I feel that for real. Cause I stopped, I stopped code switching at work a long time ago. I stopped doing that at school like last year and that changed my whole, I called, I said nigga in an email. <laughs> Holy shit. You want to know the best part about it? No one says shit, huh? What? The best part about it is I said it in an email, like, and I had, like, put it in my signature for, like, my school email for shit to particular <laughs> professors and stuff like that. Uh, we're just, like, people, if I felt, like, tight enough, I could say that and, like, not actually find some type of repercussion or some shit. Yeah. But um, at the end of that quarter, like I shot him an email being like, hey, like, because it was right around when everything with, with CHOP was really going on and, and COVID was in that first wave and everything. And I was like, hey, like, I am doing XYZ, this stuff, a part of this movement. Um, and uh, that means I don't have the same time to give to this class, mm-hmm. but I need this class to graduate. 
and having that real talk conversation with them after having this whole time of just being like, I should also preface this professor was also black. Um, uh, but they ended up giving me like a full score just based off of having a conversation with them about keeping it real, you know? And it was, and it was just a moment where it was like, it, it really showed me the power of, of, of not, just as you guys have said, the power of not letting the bullshit get to you and protecting mm-hmm. what you are and your blackness at its core. Right. You know, because that sparks joy in and of itself. Just being able to be your fucking self. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that. not feeling forced to feel anything. Like, black joy is existence to yeah. me. Like, if you've made it in any way, shape, or form, if the system ain't got you, if, you know... I mean, shit, even if the system has got you because it touches so fucking many of us and it's, and it's quite difficult to explain. like Gucci yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Like, just br- brushing it off. Like, that'd be the most lit shit to me ever. Yep. Just feeling... It feels <sighs> like dunking on an ex. It does. It, it you know, <laughs> it feels it, like <laughs> dunking on an ex. I feel like that's the closest thing on, like, the extreme <sighs> level. It feels like running into an ex when you're literally, you're doing some average shit, but you you looked nice for no reason. Like, I'm at the grocery store <laughs> yep. checking out, and you pull up in your fuck like, in your slides, and your toes are curled and nasty, nigga. You ain't washed your shit in a week, <laughs> and my hair just got done. I'm looking fly as shit. I ain't mm-hmm. even got makeup on, but I'm just clean looking, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, let me guess. Ah. Uh, are you here to get some water? You look thirsty. <laughs> get some lotion just, for your dusty absolutely. ass. Absolutely. Oh, I hope you're going to grease them elbows today. Because oh, your alligator skin ass. <laughs> right. Like, it Damn. just, it just be feeling good. And also, um, I had the question for y'all as far as like, what is the earliest memory or the fondest memory? Like the most, this is like, Ooh. yeah, just like this was mm-hmm. a peak black joy moment in fondest. my mind. I know for myself, low key, mm. it's anytime I see Erica Badu. I, I know <laughs> this is going to be weird, but you like, call Tyrone. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Peak anytime she pops on to the social web (laughs) for any to the public sphere, like telling people she's got new pussy candles out, whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. Any moment that I get with Erica Badu, I'm just like, wow, because it stems into my childhood. It propels me into my future as a black woman. Revolution will be harmonized Christmas gift for Jay. I think we just heard it. Oh, what pussy candle? Yeah, Erica Erica Badu Badu pussy pussy candle. It's the pussy incense. So, yeah, you said candle. I was Excuse quoting you. Me. Yeah, I know. Excuse me. I, um, I said what I said. Speaking but of also, <laughs> correct. Virgo. Hey, hey, well, I said well, what I said. Well, um, speaking actually, of quoting you, I said what yeah. I didn't say. I, I meant what I said that I meant <laughs> to say. Yeah. You get it. Uh, <laughs> you did hand motions like they could see. Anytime you see Eric about you, I, I feel like that's real. Hey. Knox, are you, are you, I, I want to hear this from you, bro. Oh, you heard it? Nah, fondest. Because oh, I heard fondest. earliest. I want to hear the fondest. fondest. Shit. It's hard fondest. to pick. Fondest is like a real, real, real personal one for me. But I'll tell it. <laughs> I will tell it. <laughs> the T. All right, now, Black Joy for me was, um, I, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, in this town called Spanish Lake. And, uh, that's... <sighs> <laughs> that's like the crowd cheering. Sorry, that was really good. That's why we need a fucking soundboard. You know what I'm nah, that's I talk really a lot good. about Spanish Lake, but don't nobody really know nothing about it. But it's all good. Is it like the Mill Creek of Missouri? It's like 
It's Please like don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. No, the fuck it is not. It's I don't not. know what Mill Creek is. Nah, but... No, it's not. Just know I got your back right now. Country. It's fucking not. It's sound country. Is it country? No. no. Anyway, no. just keep on going. We ain't giving no shout out to Mill Creek right now. It's just a small little little country town in North St. Louis uh, in the county is. still. Hey, nigga. Sorry. <laughs> No, we'll talk about this off air. Okay. <laughs> All right. All oh, right. great. Now I got to scrap my co-host <laughs> from Mill Creek reference. Go ahead, bro. I'm nah, sorry. man. I remember, I remember being there, and uh, I was there with my mom. She was a single mom at the time. And it's me and my two other siblings uh, chilling in Spanish Lake. And it was around Christmas time. Actually, it was, it was Christmas. It was Christmas night. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was Christmas night. And uh, my pops was like uh, a 20-year vet in the military. And he was deployed, so I didn't really get to see him much often. He got deployed to, like, three different wars. Yeah. I didn't even know we fucking fought three different wars within that time span, but I found out shit. <laughs> like, damn! You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why, why are we so angry, nigga? Yeah, who hurts you? <laughs> but nah, I remember uh, I was bad. So, like, I woke up in the middle of the night, Christmas Eve, and I was, like, stepping out because there wasn't no Christmas, like, presents under the tree before I went to bed. So, in the middle of the night, I woke up, I stepped out, and I was going to peek around the corner and see, like, try to catch... At the, at the time, it was like halfway, maybe Santa. This nigga saw Black Santa. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this maybe. This nigga saw Black maybe Santa. Maybe Black Santa is real. Uh -huh. Maybe I'm going to catch my mama and she's going to whip me. But it's all good. Um, so I stepped. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I wanted to know. It was worth the risk. I was curious. I was curious. So I stepped out. And then like I looked. And I swear for a moment, I thought it was Black Santa. Because <laughs> my pops, he's like kind of, he's, he's big. He's like six foot four. Like. Two, maybe 300 pounds he's a big dude oh, he's a big dude he's a big dude and i walked in there and i seen somebody by the christmas tree messing with stuff and i was like i looked and i was like santa rub my little eyes and i looked and i was like <laughs> like my dad got leave just for christmas day and i ain't seen him in like two years and he just pulled up and he was like setting up all of our christmas gifts that he gave us oh my god and yeah and i like stepped out and then like i walked in the living room and i turned the lights on and i was like like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> And he was setting stuff up and That's he wasn't even beautiful. You know what man. Saying? He wasn't mad or nothing. He just ran up to me and hugged me and all that. And I was like, man, I was like, how long are you staying? He was like, I'm just here for a day or two. And you know what I'm saying? That's probably my fondest one because wow. my dad is a big influence in my life. So seeing him at that moment, especially being in Spanish Lake, a lot was going on. It's it's a tough area to be in. Damn, I feel really bad you know? for comparing it to Mo Creek now, bro. Hey, that's a gorgeous hey, yeah, story. Yeah, no, we just that's why I said we're gonna run that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's something totally different. But wow. Nah, it was a, a beautiful experience for me. That's probably my favorite memory in general, not just the Black Joy, but in general. Wow, mm. that's that's gorgeous, man. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, I got yeah. you. I got some content. What the fuck? I, content? <laughs> I got something to say. I got something to say. Uh, what about you, Cam? Oh man, um, back in uh, this is um, I think my fondest. This is back in high school, um, like junior year. Probably, so no, maybe it was sophomore year, but um, either sophomore year or junior year, whatever. Uh, I had this group of friends, uh, and the way that we operated was trying to be like an anti-click, like something at least that, you know, we really noticed was like, there were too many, it was like, there's too much like, I don't know, I don't want to make it sound like fucking High School Musical or something, but there's too much like exclusionary. I wasn't thinking about High School Musical until you said that. I, I see, see I, I shot myself in the foot. Hey. God damn. <laughs> um, but it was like something we really noticed is it was like, you know, there would be all these different circles of people that would only hang out with themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for us, it was especially like a bunch of other mixed people too. 
yeah. or we just be sitting there and just being like, well, shit, I don't fucking like any of y'all. Like, <laughs> like it would always be this thing of it's just like there's like one or two people from whatever clique that mm-hmm. are like super with the shits and the rest of them just garbage. Um, and so me and uh, uh, a couple other mixed kids, um, their names are Bogui and Kwasi. You guys are listening. I fucking love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were twins. Uh, we started this clique called Beef Squad. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> this is giving all of the high school energy. I'm I glad. love it. See? I'm living for see? it. See, fucking, we were called Beef Squad, right? Uh, we had one other member that was, uh, you know, this white trans kid. They're fucking awesome. His name is Dylan. Uh, but the four of us, like, founded this whole clique on the premise of it being like an anti clique. So it was like, um, God, this is fucking some real treehouse type shit. <laughs> but it was like the the way that we functioned was it was like anybody could come and kick it. Anybody could come to one of our functions or whatever it was. But like there was like this basically this kind of talk through rule where it's like if you want to kick it with us, you can't be on no type of fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like zero fucking whatever shit is going on in your exclusionary life or whatever it is. We're not doing none of that. And the other part of it was like at any moment you got to be able to real talk of just like, you know, talking through like if somebody needs support or like somebody's trying to vent or something else mm-hmm. like that. But it was awesome because it was this clique started by these these three little black kids uh, that like, you know, we'd go fucking do all the shit that I still love to do now where it was like, you know, we'd, we'd go drive in Magnuson Park at like 2 a.m. and go park and then blast the music and then freestyle the stupidest fucking lyrics with each other <laughs> over mf doom beats and then we would fucking uh you know host these functions where we're playing like smash bros with like these giant tournaments and stuff with all these different people from different walks of life in our school can't nobody see me in smash bros so i had to put that in there really nobody i i, nobody. I guarantee you i will wash nah, you nigga bro, we could put some money on that's that. oh <laughs> last. Money i got that. the switch in the other room bro oh, the switch can... i'm talking about melee oh i still got that too bro hey. We got it. Hey, I know what we're doing after the party. Like, finally. We got, I'm going to get a talking to She looking like, I'm going Mill home. I'm <laughs> but anyway, it was like, Mill but it was like, it was my fondest memory because it was like, it was the first time I'd really seen what the product of other black people working together could create in the face of just a very unhealthy status quo culture. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a moment where it was like, you know, I recognize, holy shit, like, when I'm working with other black people, especially, like, I can make some really fucking powerful shit. Yeah. And since then, it was like, you know, for my 21st birthday, we threw a fucking, like, a beef squad fucking house party and invited all the old homies and set up the fucking switch on a projector and <laughs> just got blasted, lit. played a fucking show, did all the freestyle shit we used to do back in the day. It was fucking awesome. Sounds lit. You know? Love that. Y'all, y'all invited to the next one. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm in fun. Where's my invite? I wouldn't. I'm not gonna be there because like I've got shit. (laughs) I'm exhausted. What what day? What day is it? I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping that day. But thank you for the invite. Always. (laughs) I'm one of those niggas who still gotta invite me. Always, always, always. I bet if I bring some food, you finna show up. Oh, mac and cheese. Hey. Just like that. I can be summoned. It's true. It is true. Oh man. Yeah, you know, I um, I also think, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talk about in this show is very community-based. You mm-hmm. know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, the different perspectives and the different experiences that, that relate to the Black experience. But, you know, since we're talking about Black joy, uh, I'm curious, are, are there things that, like, you guys have seen uh, specifically in, like, your communities or in the Seattle community 
either in like a physical way or a relationship way or, you know, just a spiritual thing, whatever it is, whatever, however naturally it comes to you. Like, what are some things you've seen manifested from Black Joy? Mm. Ooh. I can start us off. For, yeah. For, for me, you know, there are, because we live in Seattle, there are very limited black people. Like the black community in the scheme of the larger fucking Jesus in the larger realm of Washington itself, you know, there's not a lot of niggas. Yeah. Um, but double layering onto that, there aren't a lot of black people in, at least for me from King Youngblood, there aren't a lot of black people in the music realm, let alone like the rock realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very interesting where like that kind of niche has created uh, tighter bonds for people that are part of that community because there's so few of us. Right. Um, but, you know, something I've seen manifest in that is, you know, when COVID really hit and all these opportunities and these different things, um, you know, that were pretty normalized in the, in the music industry were very quickly not available anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially not available to people that were already, you know, gatekeeped away from it in the first place too. And something very interesting was like, you know, we've worked with so many more black artists across different genres, but especially in rock too, on like these different progr- pro- projects, excuse me. Um, you know, uh, one that comes to mind that I thought was really impactful was uh, this band Beverly Crusher. Shout out to them. If you haven't listened to them, they fucking rock. Uh, go listen to the song Scared. I blast that shit in a car when you drive way too fast. But, um, but um, <laughs> you know, they put on this this festival that was all black fronted bands. It was this live stream festival over at Substation. Um, and uh, it was so tight just to be able to be there and, and watch the exchange of these 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 black fronted bands that are in different genres or whatever it is but centering and circling around sharing that experience and trying to do something with it you know i feel like so much of blackness as we've talked about uh is is counterculture it's surviving and 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 doing the work to get to a point of thriving in in the midst of something that is actively you know in the midst of a system that is something that's working against exactly and um you know i I, i've just felt like it was the blackest shit ever to be you know not taking shit laying down not only in our existence as black folks but also in doing the things that bring us black joy you know that being fucking music um yes that's been huge and i've been seeing so much of that of just different black folks recognizing like oh shit now we sticking the fuck together now right like even more than we was beforehand right all the honestly all the black entrepreneurship that i've seen come out and come through this pandemic because mm-hmm. their job were shut, was shut down. So they finally pursued that dream that they had. Yeah. Um, they started working with that artist. They'd been, you know, just kind of watching on the, uh, from the side or didn't feel compelled or, or strong enough or skilled enough to reach out to seeing people take chances to create avenues for themselves yep. as a response to the world, not, you know, having those avenues that we're so used to going down yeah um that was really huge to me to what to watch that happen and seeing how black people had this moment where before george floyd happened you know and the world just got shut down specific especially in seattle it was this moment of quietness where we didn't have to answer to what's happening outside 
and put on a face for that. And I feel like a lot of people found or found ways to invest in their passions. Yeah. They found ways to invest in the things that they love and being able to do that creates just this unbelievable network one where it's like now when I'm looking, when I'm looking for my hair person, when I'm looking for my nail person, mm. I'm so much more connected to finding that small black business mm -hmm. that's offering that service yep. than before when I was just dealing with, you know, the trying to corporate get it somewhere. Fuck, fucking fanungle of whatever it yeah. is. Like it was a wreck. Um, and so, you know, I've seen, you know, so many friends start hair companies, nail companies, start clothing lines, take their branding and their marketing more seriously, investing in their music, investing in, you know, what their soap and skincare lines and like seeing black people find things that are everything we touch becomes luxury. It just mm -hmm. becomes this very desirable thing. Mm -hmm. And so seeing us get our hands back on these products and having us birth a lot of these products and keeping them in community, extending not only the life of intellectual property within the black community, but the black dollar within the black community yep. has been so, I think it's enriching for everybody. And there's that moment where it's like, I'm, I'm thinking a lot harder now when I get a dollar where that dollar goes yeah. and making mm -hmm. sure that it's, it's, it, it's giving another black person some joy Especially when I'm passing it along. Amazing. Especially because yeah. so much of us in our culture has been consumed, yeah. you know, by that popular culture. I think that that is, that is something that everybody should be doing more is think a lot more about where your dollar is going and to who it's going to. Mm -hmm. um, because you can either keep giving it to people that are perpetuating the problem, like fucking, like, you know, the Amazons and, awesome. you know, whatever fucking Jeff yeah. Bezos does with his super villain money. Um, or you can be giving it to people that are part of your community, people you're actually in proximity to, people that you say that you care about. Show it, buy they shit, support they shit. Period. Because um, that 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 black person creating something from their experience or creating something from themselves that not only has a much larger meaning into you know what they put into it, but I think it also shows a lot about when you support that you are supporting that black person continuing their existence continuing their passions continuing finding black joy mm -hmm. you know that's something that I, I i think if 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 you're listening at home if you want to figure out how to fucking help us continue getting to the point of we can protect our peace and do what we do it's like hey niggas pay us hey niggas Hey, Period. Uh, you consume you gotta, all our shit anyway. You better start fucking yo, paying us. You got a friend that does art. You got a friend that does some kind of entertainment, that does some kind of music. If you really want to support them, pay them, man. Mm -hmm. Even if y'all are in, and this is a big even thing if you in the aren't black community. Creating something, man. Even if y'all are friends, so many people mm -hmm. do that where they're like, oh, we friends, so I, ain't, I don't have to pay nothing, whatever. If Fuck that. Boundaries are created so that they can be upheld and supported and enriched and empowered they're not set up so that you can bypass them because you're closer in proximity to that person yeah i might boundary. give you a homie discount mm. which is cool but it, it's like it, you're also creating the pot if you pay full price and you're you're saying i believe in what you do your product that comes out from that exchange is going to be a speaking lot. to the mm -hmm. level of what you invested a and better. a lot of black people are not uh, as or haven't been as um, ex accessible to the reality of of investing in each other and yeah. seeing what comes from that. Mm -hmm. So it's like the, just seeing that shift to me is really exciting. 
and seeing black people go, I want to buy stuff from other black people. And then d- just that cycle alone. I mean, we're, 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 it's a key to our liberation. You yep. know, we can't necessarily free ourselves without breaking down this system as well, but we can, um, it's a great way to establish connectivity while we do so is just having those resources around. So I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. I think that's all we got, yo. So thank you so much for tuning into yeah. the revolution. We'll in be it. harmonized. In it. <laughs> <laughs> My accent is shit. Anyway. <laughs> I was with it. I found Were you. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Cameron Lovey Jones of King Youngblood. Stay safe, Knox. Straight out of Spanish like. And it's yours truly, Jayton Grayson. Stay on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh.
Kush called granddaddy, we ain't had one for years The object's always closer than it appears Well, abject go that way Tax code don't touch me Black code don't crunch me The smithereens, I've withered under better sons than overseers I understand, I'm just an offspring Of a newly free man Of a newly free clan Me and my newly free hands We were made for shaping clay And we were made for planting seed To reap the winnings of our day And baby, it's a celebration Clap, clap, bravo I want what's mine today Can't be worried about tomorrow, so I don't want it if it's bittersweet I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it I don't want it if it ain't for me 
just sweet I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it I don't want it if it ain't for me Hey, freedom, I was thinking of you I want both hands around your waist and your chin Raising my shoulder, your lips all on my ear to convince me I should stay over I want lazy disposition, moving this to the bed I want pages pushed from table, room for bodies instead I want nails on my back and I want heels on my spine And I want thighs on my hip, I want you Time after time and most importantly my love I want you off of my mind, I want you Under my gaze, I want you, I want you I be so tempted to touch, got you tucked Under my mental for centuries we been fucked So I'm holding on to this gentle, I'm holding on to your body Golden flying where the doves should be I think freedom might be you loving me I don't want it if it's bittersweet I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it And I don't want you if you ain't for me Yeah I don't want it if it's bittersweet I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't want it I don't want it if it ain't for me This abolition of bush, you gotta trust me I don't want it if it's bittersweet Silver linings at the edge of my pain I don't want my niggas marching or them chanting my name I want my sweet without the bitter Give me some with no rain Out of grass, hoes fucking up the bag. They like DD in the lab. They don't love me, they attached. I'm a star with the crack. Shorty really are the straps. Heard the city up for grabs. I made the beat with no features. I thought about dishing, I'm faking the past. Come from the mud in my dirt to escape. All I needed was real like I'm jazz. I'm from the crib like blues. I'm from the crib like jazz. I had to switch my views. I had to switch my get up. Shorty be capping, she born at the end of December. Showing ass all in the fister. I be like, listen to Blender. Fuck with my nigga, he said that he down with the shit that you enter. Don't air me out when you. 
you venting Said I fuck with you, but I cannot give you attention This only sexual tension This ain't no friendship, fuck all my mentions Me and my niggas on missions What about ascension? Don't sleep on Rocky, fuck up your circadian rhythm I give a zero attention, shorty be digging All my shit hidden, you cannot find who I'm hitting Yeah, heard the city up for grabs It ain't nothing out of grass Hoes fucking up the bag They like DD in the lab They don't love me, they attached I'm a star with the crack Shorty really are the stress Yo, heard the city up for grass uh, It ain't nothing out of grass uh, Hoes fucking up the bag uh, They like DD in the lab uh, They don't love me, they attached uh, I'm a star with the crack uh, Shorty really are the stress
yeah Oh, 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 yeah She gon' hear the song and might break a sweat Yeah, had to switch the sauce cause you heard the rest Yeah, gotta keep them guessing, never show a step Yeah, closing every curtain while I'm playing chess You can't see my moves, little mama Watch me stick and move, little mama Music be my only motivation. I know you got my heart, girl. There's no negotiation. The way you run my mind is amazing, and I ain't got much time, baby. Take it. You see this life, it comes and goes. But you the only one that got me wishing all our moments stay frozen. But I'm still hoping. Song and might break a sweat. Yeah, had to switch the sauce cause you heard the rest. Yeah, gotta keep them guessing, never show a step. Yeah, closing every curtain while I'm playing chess. You can't see my moves, little mama. Yeah. Watch me stick and move, little mama.
Yeah. No, we get two cents about a 